Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. One man that's actually driven four wheels, though he's better on two, is a superbiker from 1988 to 2000. Aaron Slide joins us now. Slightly nice of you to join us. What do you prefer, IndyCar or NASCAR? Um, I don't know, really. I think um, they're both both pretty good at the moment, but my favourite, of course, is MotoGP. Oh, well, that wasn't part of the question. <laughs> that's, that's like birth, isn't it? Sitting on the fence again. Oh, very good. Thanks very much. I invited you on the show, and that's how it, it begins. That's very good. Good shot. Hey, um, mate, um, Superbikes, how, how, how much do you keep a focus on it these days you know after all those years of competing in it is it something that you push to one side or you still got a pretty good interest in it um i always watch it but i don't sort of read about it you know so i'm not into the backstories can't be bothered with that but like to watch the races mm. um i don't know why they've got three races now because it just bugged me that there's another race to watch i mean it's interesting enough but you don't need three races <laughs> um you know I, I like the short the short format's pretty cool but yeah, the whole thing behind Superbikes was that you did 100Ks two times a day, and so you were buggered, and that was the, the big thing. But now you have one you know, one race on a Saturday and then a short one and a long one on a, on a Sunday, so it doesn't seem as hard, really. You know, when I looked at your numbers, uh, they're incredible. You know, So you raced between 88 and 2000. You were second twice in the championship, third four times in the championship, 229 race starts, 13 wins, 87 podiums, and eight pole positions. Does it bug you you never won the championship? Ah, oh, no. I mean, I'm just a kid from Arsenal and, and got to do a, a you know, travel the world and then had fun doing it. And, you know, I, I could never imagine that I, I could have got so far, really. Um, you know, I suppose deep down, you know, I would have wished I had won the championship. And, you know, the both times that I lost the championship, um, you know, I was only beaten by a big red bike. And that's what pisses me off more is not that I didn't win the championship, but the other guys were on a bigger bike and, um, yeah, that's probably more that rubs me out the wrong way. Those were the those were the days. Yes, I very much remember. It was always you know the the Ducatis and their uh, V twin and and uh, you know. Oh, I remember the arguments and the fights and, and all the stuff about that. It was pretty entertaining. I mean, it's it's uh, still an interesting space that we're dealing with now with superbikes, isn't it? Um, you know, Jonathan Ray's dominance, though, has been masterful, really, hasn't it? I mean, what he's managed to achieve and go up against and, and fight for such a long period of time and have such success is is pretty notable. He's He's pretty impressive, right? Oh, he is, and, and that's a, the, a bit of the, the probably the bad thing about it is, is people have just started to say that you know he's got an advantage and all this sort of stuff, and um, they haven't given the credit where the credit's due really. Um, you know, he stepped onto that bike where Sykes was riding it, you know, and, and now he's um, you know he's got a good teammate now, and you know he just he just whips them, and you know the mm. typical super bike they now cut the rules. For the guy winning, like his RPM's been chopped a little bit on the, on the Kawasaki, so it's making it really close. Um, but I'm really enjoying Top Rack. I mean, watching him ride that Yamaha. I mean, the Yamaha is, it, I don't, it doesn't matter 
what bike, um, you know, if it's MotoGP or a super bike, they always steer really well. They just, just steer like they're on rails, you know, and, and they can put them anywhere, and you can see that with Top Rack. He's just, it's just awesome to watch. Hey, uh, Aaron, before we got into this lockdown situation, which we've been for in a damn two years, have you ridden a, what I would consider, and don't take this the wrong way, a modern superbike? Because I'd love to know the differences from what you were riding as opposed to what they're hooning around on now. Um, no, I haven't actually. Um, I haven't ridden one for a few years now. Um, our bikes in the in the nineties were probably more, um, yeah, they're, they're more standard these days. Like they've got to have standard um, gearboxes, they've got to have standard cranks. Um, so they're not as modified as what they used to be. Um, like our bike, um, you know, our Honda back in the day, the only thing that was standard on it was the chassis, and then the chassis could be uh, strengthened from there. So uh, and the, you know the, the cases of the engine are the, are the same and their capacity is the same, but yeah, every other bolt on it was um, you know like a MotoGP bike. These days uh, are a lot more standard, um, and that's try to keep costs down. Um, you know they do all these cost cutting things, and I don't know if they actually work. Like with the the super bikes now, they only have one bike um, per team, but they've got enough spares to make another one, and it just just it actually makes it harder. You know you go and throw your bike down the road and you can't get it back up in the track, and you are penalised, but so is the crowd. The crowd don't get to see you ride, so um, I don't think that's a good rule. Um, but, you know, I haven't, haven't done it, um, haven't ridden one, uh, but the, the comparison is that they are thousands now compared to my 750, and like Phillip Island, Phillip Island, there's probably only, still only two seconds in it, um, you know, and that's 20 years ago, so it's, it's you know, everything moves on, but because you're at the, the very fine end, it only moves on by, you know, points of seconds, not seconds. Actually, well, that was actually a question I was going to ask. What uh, what lap times you what you guys were doing at Phillip Island back in the day versus what they are now? So what do you think you were doing back then? Yeah, uh, Low I, 30s? I think I qualified at, uh, qualified at a 31.8, I think it was, on the 70s. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. And I think they, they just get into the 29s now. Yeah, um, right. And a MotoGP bike that... Yeah, MotoGP bikes just another second faster. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, all that time and um, a whole lot more aids now. Yeah, they're, they're a thousand cc, um, and you know, so that two hundred and forty horsepower where we were sort of one ninety horsepower, um, and you know, the tyre technology has moved along. But so it's actually tyre technology has moved along sort of slowly because you know people don't understand either. When you know, when you have a one make series, that means the manufacturer doesn't have to really concentrate on what he's doing with his tyres. They just have to last the race. Um, when we were riding Michelin's and someone was riding Dunlops and someone was on Bridgestones, there was a tyre competition going on. So um, that you'd have to have the, you know, the best tyre. Uh, but you, know, you go to a track and everybody's on the same stuff. If they all wear out with 10 laps to go, they all wear out with 10 laps to go. It doesn't really matter as long as they stay together. Yeah, uh, that's good stuff. Hey, um, Remy Gardner, we're just uh, talking to Avalon before about uh, he had his first uh, test on a MotoGP bike uh, this week at Barcelona. Um, and he said it was... Absolutely mind-blowing, blew his mind. What was it like, can you remember, the first time you actually got on a World Superbike, you know, and what that experience was and compared to what you had before? Um, it was probably when I joined um, Team Kawasaki Australia and, and um, I got on Robbie Phyllis's old GPX 715. And it was, that was good. It was, um, you know, but it wasn't the, the latest stuff. And then I signed a deal with Kawasaki and then we had a full factory bike we started testing over the summer, and um, that was, yeah, pretty cool then to uh, jump on something that was, you know, could run at the front. Um, you know, you could wheel spin it with a throttle. Um, nothing like, I had nothing like that before that, you know, so you can actually steer it with a throttle. 
Um, so that was pretty cool. And, you know, just having the other thing that was amazing was, you know, that we've tested at Oran Park and Eastern Creek and having, you know, for the first time for me, having a full um, set of Japanese mechanics come over to, you know, to, to run the bikes. And, you know, so you were now... It's been time. You went, it wasn't just some mate helping you out, you know. And now, big time testing, you know, different swing arms, pivot points, all these sort of things that that you never thought you would, would be able to do. Hey, um, I've, I, I haven't asked Av this question, but I'll, I'll tempt myself to ask you this question because it applies to everybody that races motorbikes at ridiculous speeds. Do you have to be just a little unhinged to do it? <laughs> <laughs> A good question, but it's it's exactly the opposite. You know, I had to go in the um, last year in the endurance series in, in the Aston Martin, um, and you know, some of the guys that are driving out there they're pretty unhinged. You know, um, you, you can go off the back straight and um, go off into the the kitty litter at two hundred and forty k an hour, and all you need to do is just chuck it in reverse and back out. Um, on a motorbike, you can't do that, so you can't experiment with. Um, different thing. You, 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 and you're um, getting better and better by the small increments, you know. And, and it's a lifelong um, journey. So you know, starting from a kid, yeah. you just get faster and faster and faster. You, if you like, if you swung your leg on the bike and just got on there <laughs> and went for it, you're just going to end up off the first corner and done that. And you don't learn anything. Done that. Yeah, yeah. So, it, so it, it's it's not. You know, I'd, I'd say the exactly opposite. And and um, as Greg would know, and I had to go in the rally car at the start of the year. You know, that, that is big ball stuff. You know, really, that is big balls. We you're, you're trusting somebody else in notes and all that sort of stuff. Like, on the motorbike, you've only got yourself to blame, and, you know, everything's in small increments. You know, you come out of the last turn at Phillip Island, the thing's wheel spinning, and it's, it's it just feels perfect. But you don't wheel spin any more than that next lap. You just stay at that sort of speed, and, and it just goes smaller and small increments, and, you know, that's the way it is. That is such a sensible answer. There's such a sensible answer, Aaron. But, hey, mate, thanks so much. Are you, at, at 55, you're still getting the leg over on the bike? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, yeah, no, just, just for fun stuff. So, but, you know, adventure bikes and that. And, um, you know, I like riding the adventure bike, but I actually like riding on the on the back roads, you know, more on the tar seal too. It's a bit of fun, you know. And, um, I've got a bit of OCD, so I don't like getting dirty, you know. Um, <laughs> he does. I can confirm that. Yeah, I can definitely can confirm that. Uh. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, and um, yeah, I, I knock around on the on the trail bike occasionally. You know, we, me and Greg have a world championship um, trail ride uh, once a year with a few other mates, and uh, that's always really good fun. You know, guys, and these these sort of rides you go on and, and like on the road, it's really great to go with guys that are I've got a, a lot of talent because you don't have to worry about anybody hurting themselves or trying to keep up. You know, everyone rides within themselves, and it's all all great fun. It's called age. Yeah, except maybe Greg doesn't ride within himself. Nah, he's, he's, a, he's a lunatic, absolute lunatic. Aaron, yeah. pleasure having you on Race Control, mate. Look after yourself and we'll, we'll talk to you again, okay? Awesome. Thanks, guys. Great to be there.